Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. It's the Sick Podcast. Welcome to Sick Media. I'm Sean Starr. Tony Marinaro, good to see you. Good to see you too, Sean. Man, we've got a lot to get to today. I'm so glad you're with us. We've got NFL Week 5 action. And of course, we're not going to leave you until we talk about the Chargers and Saints to wrap up what has been an outstanding Week 5 in the National Football League. And I remind you that the Sick Media Podcast can be tuned in and listened to and seen on all major social media platforms and wherever podcasts are found. Tony, we've got lots to get to. Of course, on the top of everyone's mind is the franchise, is Dak Prescott, is the Dallas Cowboys. That was one of the ugliest, nastiest injuries I had ever seen in sports. And we're talking Moises Alou rounding second base, uh, playing for the Montreal Expos when his ankle snapped. But I mean, this is one precarious situation in terms of the finances, where the Dallas Cowboys are, and of course, the gruesome injury for Dak Prescott. He is out now, Tony, four to six weeks. What do the Cowboys do? Sean, anytime the leg is pointing one way and the foot is pointing another way, it's not a good thing, obviously. Uh, Mind you, the Dallas Cowboys brought in the best surgeon available to actually perform the surgery, which it did last night. Now the big question is, is Dak Prescott ever going to be the same? I know a lot of people are saying... Hey, Jerry Jones, I hope that you're going to take care of Dak Prescott and all this. Let's refresh here so that some people know the situation, right? Dak Prescott going into the season bet on himself. There was an opportunity to get franchised to take $35 million. He chose to take 31 to try and make more money at a later date at the end of this season. He bet on himself, and now he's hurt. I don't want to sound like a bad guy. Really, I don't, because I like this. I like this player. I like this human being. I like this quarterback and Dak Prescott very much. I actually think that he's been trying to – I think he's been carrying the Cowboys over the last couple of years. And the fact that they haven't gone to the promised land, I don't think is his fault. At the same time, sports is sports. Business is business. Any athlete bets on themselves. They have a huge year. The next year and for years to come, the owner, the general manager, the organization, they have to pay up. That athlete – doesn't have their career year because of X, Y, Z reason, one of which is injury. At that point, it's tough luck for the player. And I hate to say this, but for those who are calling for Jerry Jones to go above and beyond, he gave the guy $31 million this year. Yeah. Well, and that's the problem. That that was the problem at the beginning of this, is if you're Dak Prescott or anybody that's kind of in his exact situation, you're you're betting on yourself. You're betting on yourself to have another career year. This guy's a phenomenal stat-producing machine. The, the stats that he puts up week in and week out are unquestionable. He has the weapons from Michael Gallup and C.D. Lamb and, and Ezekiel Elliott out of the backfield. I mean, yeah. everybody's there in Dallas to make this happen. And you can see the numbers he puts up week in and week out. And, I, I mean, I thought it was totally admirable that he decided to hell with the franchise tag I'm going to bet on myself, and I'm going to move forward. And he looked at the contract. He looked at Deshaun Watson. He looked at Patrick Mahomes. He looked at the quarterbacks, uh, the premier quarterbacks in the league, and he saw what they were getting paid. And he plays for America's team. Give me the goddamn money or get out the way. And unfortunately for Dak Prescott now, with the fact that a 
broken up ankle and he's out four to six months, Jerry Jones isn't in any situation that makes him be a charity where he's going to give Dak Prescott money. I don't think Dak Prescott personally is going anywhere, mind you. What a hell of a pickup it was, though, wasn't it? To make sure they have Andy Dalton at the ready yeah. when once a guy goes down. But yeah. ultimately, when Dak Prescott gets back in five or six months, he's going to have to almost start over again. And that in itself is, I think, the hardest part about all of this for him individually. I'm not even talking about monetarily. Just yeah. coming back to this is, is but, so tough. Yeah, well, before we talk about coming back from an athletic stand standpoint, I do want to talk about the finances here because a lot of people are making it sound like, you know, th this guy's not going to be, you know, he's going to be on hard times. Well, the first four years of the contract were probably brought him about $3 million or whatever it was. This year brought him about 31. He's probably made about 34 or 35 million dollars. He's going to get paid the rest of the season anyway. And yeah. so we don't have to worry about Dak Prescott and his future. That's going to be okay from a financial standpoint. From an athletic standpoint, everything we know about the human being and everything that he's overcome, call me naive if you want. I think he's going to bounce back. I really do. I think this will be a story. Take a look at what's happening with Alex Smith. He came back after a gruesome injury. Uh, a lot of people didn't know if he was ever going to play again. He was out for almost two calendar years. He comes back. Listen, there's a reason why these guys play, and you and I don't, Sean, with all due respect to you. These guys are cut from a different cloth. They are wired differently. There's a reason why Dak Prescott is one of the best quarterbacks, not in Texas, in the world, is because he's made of the right stuff, and those who are made of the right stuff know how to rebound, when some people think okay, they may not. Here's the question. Here's the point blank question I have for you. Are you going to pay Dak Prescott? Am I going to pay him? Yeah. Are you going to pay, pay him? How much? Well, that's the question. When he comes back from injury, are you prepared to move all your chips from in front of you to the middle of the table? Are you going to go all in on Dak Prescott? Like Houston went all in on so Deshaun and Kansas City went all in on Patrick Mahomes. Are you going to go all in on Dak Prescott knowing now that he has a fractured ankle that's going to take half a year to get better? Yeah, so no, after saying everything that I just said, here's what I think even the Cowboys themselves are thinking. I don't even think they know yet. What if Andy Dalton doesn't lose another game between now and the end of the season? Now, very, look, very unrealistic, I know. I'm not saying that's going to happen, right? But what if Dalton leads them to the playoffs and they get by a couple of rounds? At that point, if you're thinking today that you would give Prescott whatever he wanted and bring him back, if Dalton gets you a couple of rounds in the playoffs, your opinion is probably going to change. Well, again, but Andy Dalton, a.k.a. the Red Rifle, did nothing in Cincinnati. I mean, this is not a – he could be a Band-Aid type solution. And Dallas is well insulated and deep enough offensively to maybe kind of make their way through what is historically awful, the NFC East. We know how yeah. bad the East is. I think Andy Dalton's good enough as a manager to make them win that division, but that's not a statement. That's not a compliment. That's not a feather in your cap. Um, ultimately, I mean, you can forget about, you know, I saw some people talk about, well, the Dallas Cowboys, you know, even though they won that game against the New York Giants, who, by the way, are 0-5, to go with the New York Jets, who are also 0-5, 0-10 New York football teams, hello. But we're talking about Trevor Lawrence and Dallas. Give me a break. Okay, Trevor but Dallas, you know the one Dallas, good thing? Lawrence, that's not happening. If there's a silver lining in all this, you know what it is, is that the Dallas Cowboys do not have to feel forced 
to throw the football because they have one of the premier running backs in the game, a guy they rely on about 20 times per game, a guy who came up big for them yesterday and scored a big touchdown. So uh, I, I would say the onus of a quarterback, look, it's I think it really is 50-50, but I think Cowboy Nation, from a sentimental standpoint, would love to see Dak Prescott get an opportunity to quarterback the Cowboys again. Look, look how excited everybody was. And that takes me... Uh, to some winners and losers from week five of the NFL. Uh, we'll get to the Monday night game uh, with the uh, LA Chargers and the New Orleans Saints who are without Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is arguing with teammates. He's not playing Monday night football today. Uh, the Saints go into this one as the seven-point favorites over the LA Chargers with a total set at over under 49.5 points. I'll have, a th- I'll have a thought on that in a second. Uh, but you, you brought up a very interesting name earlier, and that's Alex Smith, who we saw come in yesterday because Dwayne Haskins... Uh, is too busy stat bragging, so they bench him in Washington. And then, of course, uh, uh, there's all kinds of issues at the quarterback position. They have no protection there. Alex Smith was a tremendous story, definitely a winner from Week 5. You know who else is a good comparable? And he won, and his team is 3-2? and two? Teddy Bridgewater. At the yeah. Carolina. Look what the Carolina Panthers are doing. They said, let's remind ourselves here what happened to Carolina. Bridgewater's said, a good quarterback. He proved that ever since he came in last year. But he had a devastating injury that not only his the potential of his playing career, but more serious than just him throwing the football again. That's yeah. how serious his injury was. He comes back to the point where Carolina says, we're done with an MVP in Cam Newton. We're going to basically move away from him. Christian McCaffrey, the all-world running back, is out for two months, more or less, with a sprained ankle. So they're, they're without their MVP, who they decided to part ways with. The One of the best premier running backs in the league is out. Teddy Bridgewater coming in, and the Carolina Panthers are 3-2. and two. It's an incredible storyline five weeks into the season. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, when you talked about comparable, you talked about uh, Bridgewater. There's also, of course, that comparable of, you just talked about it, Cam Newton. How do the Dallas Cowboys see Dak Prescott? Do they see him the way Carolina saw Cam Newton years ago? Or do they see him the way Carolina saw Cam Newton one year ago? That's the big question. Only in Dallas they know. And by the way... They probably yep. don't even know yet. No, they probably don't know yet. Uh, and that takes us to uh, week five, the conclusion. Well, it's hard to keep up. Are you having a hard time keeping up with the schedule because of COVID and all the games? Yeah. Yeah, of course, because because of the amount of postponed games, right? The amount of games that are postponed and delayed and at a later date and all that stuff. And it begs the question whether or not the NFL made a mistake by not playing games on the bubbles. But that's a podcast for another day. Uh, so Dak Prescott, by the way, just to wrap it up, the good thing for Dak Prescott is it's not a year and a half in terms of rehabilitation, and he's only 27 years of age. You hope, I hope anyway, that Dak Prescott, who's gone through some extremely troubling times with the, with the suicide of his brother uh, and being outspoken as he is with mental issues, mental health issues, that he's going to be well surrounded. He's going to have the proper people to to make sure that he's going to be able to, you know, because the, the physical thing is the physical rehab is one thing. Mental, the mental rehab, not getting down, not giving up. So yeah, but, hold need- on. but having said that, having said that, how many yards has he thrown for in the last three or four weeks? And that coming off the year in which his brother committed suicide. That tells me that mentally, this guy is extremely strong. There are a lot of people who would have given up on their job by now. Don't forget, Dallas has a historically bad defense, so he's always throwing the football. Just, just saying. I'm not taking yeah. anything away from the statement. I'm just saying that Dallas always has to throw the football because they're always behind Look what the Giants did to them yesterday. I mean, that was terrible. If I had to guess, I would tell you if he's 35, he suffers this injury, they don't bring him back. He's 27. The fans love him as much as they do. He'll be back in Dallas next year, and he'll make himself a pretty good salary. 
All right, I hope you followed all my NFL picks. Uh, every pick I gave you from the Dallas Cowboys going over and about four different player prop bets and uh, three team teasers, everything won yesterday in week five. So I think I'm blistering hot, Tony. We only have a couple of minutes left to get to the Monday night wrap-up. Yeah. Uh, that's Orleans and the L.A. Chargers today. Uh, give me your thoughts quickly on what do you think is going to happen tonight. Okay, rookie quarterback for the Chargers who's not going to be able to rely on his running back who's out with an injury. Thomas is out for New Orleans. Drew Brees is going up against the team that drafted him. The Saints usually do extremely well against the spread in games in October. It's Monday night football. I, I think the Saints are going to win. I'm not sure they're going to cover the spread. This game is going to go over. Both quarterbacks are going to throw the ball, and they're going to throw it a lot. Yeah, I like the over 49 and a half points myself. I'm going to stay away from the spread. I don't, I don't have full confidence that New Orleans can win the game and win by more than a score. The spread, I'm not going to lie to you. It, it intimidates me a little bit. I'm not exactly sure. But like your line of thinking, I love over 49 and a half. And I love when you agree with me. And I love Justin Herbert, by the way, who's getting better week after week. You saw what he did to that Colts defense. That Colts defense is premier, Tony. And yeah. he did almost 80% of his passes there. So give me uh, Justin Herbert to pass for more than 260 and a half passing yards today. So over 49 and a half. And Justin Herbert, the uh, the quarterback player prop bet, over 260 and a half passing yards. That's the Monday Night Football game. And that's it. You can listen to this podcast on all social media platforms, of course. It is the Sick Podcast. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next week. Follow the Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Google Play and Apple Podcasts.